This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hello. <laughs> it's uncanny how similar it is to the same way you said it last week. You're welcome. And you know why it's burned in my brain? Hmm. Because I edit these episodes. Ah. <laughs> and the amount of times I heard you say, hello. <laughs> I do it for you. I love it. Every You're time. Um, I'm Emma. I'm Cass. This, this is Honey Doobie Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for saying it at the same time. Yeah. Mind meld. Mm-hmm. Which you do. get a lot of on this podcast. Yeah. Um, we are jumping into a topic we've been really excited about. Yes, we're revisiting role play this that's time, that's uh, right in time for Halloween, which yes. was our goal. We wanted it to be a Halloween themed episode. Um, we it's loosely themed. <laughs> Honestly, we grabbed the lowest hanging fucking fruit <laughs> of spooky season <laughs> costumes, role play, great. But we are so much wiser now than when we mm-hmm. wanted to do this topic. Yeah. Two years ago. Yes. So with these ones, we like to research. We like to get your input. We like to get our experts' input. We're ready now. <laughs> We're ready. We're primed. <laughs> like, I'm fucking on edge, I'm ready to come <laughs> everywhere with this <laughs> impeccable information. <laughs> I'm just Knowledge isn't gross. Knowledge Intelligence is Intelligence is hot. <laughs> So don't with that You're right. right now. I'm so sorry to have shamed you in that um, way. You may remember that we have had an episode on role play before with Kate Scalisi. Chef's yeah. Kiss, beautiful episode. Stands the test of time. She gave us amazing advice, and we're just ready to revisit it. Yeah, like you said, new knowledge, new perspectives. Um, Maybe bigger some balls. Bigger, bigger balls <laughs> hanging between my legs. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some things that we've tried. Mm-hmm. Um ideas that we've researched. I don't know. I feel like yeah. we just have the resources now to make it like a really good episode. I agree. For all y'all. Yeah. And so we're all going to agree too. Yeah. Yes, you are. Let's just start off mm-hmm. with what role play is. Mm-hmm. And no better no. to describe it than Kate's original definition. So we're just going to play that for you and then we'll dive in. And with role play, I think the expectation is that it does have to be this huge scenario, right? And we typically see it as part of like a BDSM lifestyle or something like that. And you need props and you need outfits and you need a whole script. Like, and listen, it can be that big, right? Rule number one, we don't yuck anyone else's yum. I'm thinking also of, of, right, the vanilla equivalent, if you will, of like cosplayers. Mm -hmm. There are some fans who really want to inhabit that role and be creative and create clothes and create and then there are some of us who are like, I mean, I'll just like read some fanfic and read a bunch of articles and talk about it constantly. And I think that's a really good comparison here. It doesn't, doesn't translate one-to-one, but it can be as big as fully creating a scene. And it could be as small as simply talking through a fantasy in the moment with your partner. I love the um, levels to which Kate described role play because mm-hmm. it does sound scary yes. and and it c- reminds me of something else I looked up where it's like when I was looking up what role play is it's like it could be anything from dressing up or just like tapping into the inner did you like how I'm from the yes Midwest when I said tapping in <laughs> tapping um, in uh, to Minnesota like, <laughs> like you would a tree to get some syrup, syrup. <laughs> uh tapping into like your inner badass like it mm-hmm. can be Anything that feels just like new and fun, like a fun hat to put on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Completely. So I also found a really cool quote about not shaming what you're into when it comes into role play. Because oftentimes, at least I know for me, my mind travels to things that I'm like, where the hell did that come from? You want some dirty things. Well, I do. <laughs> I do. 
Some things, some public things, some mm-hmm. watcher things, some dirty things, <laughs> some spitty things, you know? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little, little gravelly, a little, a little excited. carried away. Continue. But it's easy to judge yourself when you don't really know where things are coming from. And mm-hmm. then you start to shut down these, like, sexual fantasies or desires. And it's like, first of all, role play, you shouldn't judge where your thoughts go. So mm-hmm. I have a little thing I wanted to read. Um It's often difficult for us to accept these wants as parts of ourselves when they are so drastically (laughs) anti-ethical to what we want and feel in our everyday life. So that's not like (laughs) anti-ethical to society. Like you're not stealing and robbing and murdering necessarily. Um, You can take out the necessarily, I think. (laughs) Yeah. They're just not doing those things. (laughs) But taking on a role in bed is about playing with power, not about wanting the scenario to materialize. These desires exist in one plane only, and we don't need to be able to make peace with them um, with that like compartmentalization of like, Fantasies, You know, they can just mm-hmm. be a fantasy in your head. The bedroom should be a place where we can go play with dominance, submission, role reversal, risk, and even degradation as long as it's consensual. We need to be able to do that without feeling shame or judgment towards or from ourselves or our partners. So mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's a really good framing. Yeah. Because there are little niche areas like consensual non-consent when mm-hmm. we're talking about role play where you're like, why is this coming up? This is never something hope you're saying to yourself that Mm -hmm. I would do in real life and so like I feel like it's easy to judge yourself I have Mm -hmm. for sure because that's something that I've thought about yeah like why do I want these things Mm -hmm. why am I interested and not wanting them in like a real life scenario but why am I wanting to try these and why am I interested and we talked Mm -hmm. about fantasies with Dr. Joe Court a while ago and I feel like that's a really good Mm -hmm. shame-free episode on like your fantasies are your fantasies right exactly it just is what it is that's not you're not at fault for them. Yeah. And there's no point in shaming yourself for them. Right. So I just wanted to like throw that in there because mm-hmm. we're not going to hit on every single role play that you could have imagined. We're going to mm-hmm. try to hit on a few of the highlights. There's going to be stuff deep down in those pockets of yours <laughs> that you're like, I'm sure no one has these ideas, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Also, that's not true. Everyone yeah. has those ideas. So true. Like you you're are not special. Not special. And yeah. we mean that in the most loving, loving way, way possible. Mm-hmm. You're just not. There is somebody else who has that same fantasy. There's probably thousands of people who yeah. have that same fantasy. And it's all okay. As right. long as you are, if you are engaging in it with two consensual adults. Or more. Or more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You're right. Thank you. One or more uh-huh. <laughs> consensual adults or by yourself, like, that's your fucking business. Right. Exactly. Um, oh, gosh. I was just going to say one more other thing. Oh, yeah. I used to, like, sit and think about the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> like, so weird. I'm like, I bet no one's had that thought. But it's like, <laughs> bet all I of invented it. that. <laughs> yeah. I used to try to be the first person to think of something so mm-hmm. fucking weird. But, like, you never, you're never going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you can even have that idea pop into your head means that, like, something has connected those two things. Exactly. For some reason. So you're not special. And we, we love, love you. that about you. <laughs> yeah. That should be a shirt. Yeah. That would actually be really cute. I love that. You're not special and we love that about you. Yeah. I love it. Um, also, fun things to touch on are the benefits of role play. Please, please share. Yeah. So it's not just for funsies mm-hmm. or for Halloween because you're in a costume. <laughs> Halloween. There's a lot of benefits to playing with role play. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it can be super healthy for your relationship. That is an amazing way to encourage vulnerability and communication yes. and strengthen like your trust because you are literally, I don't know if anyone here has uh, done theater. It's scary. <laughs> that was what popped into my mind. I'm like, yeah, it's vulnerable. Yeah. It's like you're in middle school about to yeah. walk onto the stage, but you're naked this time. You are fucking naked and everything coming out of your mouth or that you've put on is your own idea. Mm-hmm. And so you better hope that the one person that you like – are trusting the most is mm-hmm. liking it. Exactly. So you're doing this and you're strengthening a relationship because it's like a very raw side of you that like you're <laughs> hoping someone likes. Raw chicken. Raw fucking chicken. <laughs> um, also, I saw that it can like um, enhance, not enhance, uh, promote healing within yourself too. Yeah. There's going to be more that we get into with that, but that was a fun tidbit that I'll like save for later. Mm-hmm. It can promote healing. Um, you learn more about yourself and your partner mm-hmm. because of what we were saying earlier, the things that pop up with your ideas, what you're interested in, mm-hmm. letting like the moment take you away, mm-hmm. things that come out of your mouth. You're just like, 
That was a shock. I said it. I, I don't know where it I came from, it. but I said it. I acted like a dog and I liked it. <laughs> you know? You know? You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, though? I didn't even think about like puppy play and stuff yeah. in terms of role play. I mean, I think we can, that can be a whole topic uh-huh. in and of itself. Yeah. We can start with the basics this time, but like it goes far and wide, man. Yeah. So who fucking knows? You want to put on a collar? Damn. You're learning stuff about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn. And also it just makes you very intentional and puts you in the moment with your relationship. So mm-hmm. if you ever feel like sex or your intimate moments have become like robotic, mechanical, mm-hmm. you know, like a schedule, this is very like vulnerable. This You're, will mix it the it's fuck a, up. It's like, um, <laughs> I can't even think of the word for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> on your feet and I literally can't even think of the word for it. So you're, like, you're not an improv queen. Um, no. But that's okay. We love you for it. Oh my God. It's so funny. But yeah, it puts you in the moment of thinking on your feet, mm-hmm. which takes out the like repetition of maybe the sex and the intimacy that you have been having. So Putting you in the moment as well. Another that benefit. makes a lot of sense. And I mm-hmm. feel like it probably has a lot of the same benefits as BDSM. Mm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Kind of mixing it up, but also requiring significantly more communication yeah. than somebody might be used to if they are not engaging in those kinds of mm-hmm. play. Yeah. yeah. So much communication is like literally my foreplay. Mm-hmm. So anything that can like amp that up, I'm mm-hmm. here for you don't even need to be talked dirty to. You're just no. like, talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> He's just talking. <laughs> talk to me. Anything. Open your mouth and let it all out. <laughs> the floodgates open. <sighs> okay. Well, we also asked all of you what your thoughts, opinions were on role play. Um, we just want to know your general feelings so that we could get an idea. We know our feelings. We're terrified. Yeah. Um, and the vast majority of you have actually never tried it or are like, feel too embarrassed or nervous to try it. I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. Right there fucking with you. Yeah, in the depths with you. Around 20% of you gave it the good old thumbs up. Nice. And I love that. And around like 5% gave it a thumbs down. You know what I mean? And that's fair. Mm -hmm. That's totally fair. Yeah. So I mean, not everyone did musical theater as a child. (laughs) I understand that I'm wrapping this back around to theater a lot. I wasn't a theater kid. Did you do musical theater? I did it a couple times. Okay. I just But I'm just saying... (laughs) I was in an excellent performance of Cinderella. Ah, I was a lady in waiting. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the nice way to say, come on stage twice and please mm-hmm. don't talk. I was Dorothy once. Why would you throw that in there? I'm just saying I'm lady in waiting. <laughs> and you're telling me that you were the goddamn fucking star of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You needed to just step right on me. I think I was right like in me. preschool though, so I don't think I had lines. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Any way is what I'm saying. It's not always going to be someone's cup of tea mm-hmm. in the bedroom, acting and putting on a different hat. And that's honestly how I have felt this entire yeah. time. Even since doing that episode with Kate, where I learned so much about role play and I was so excited about it. And still, there was such a holdup for me of like, I just don't think this can be my thing. I don't think I could be good at it. Yeah. Um, and it, really goes back to like the feeling embarrassed and nervous that I'm going to mess up and Mm -hmm. not do a good job or just not know what to say. All of that. And a lot of you shared that same sentiment. Right. Um, So I spent a good amount of time looking up, researching, involving myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I really dove into Dorothy, the character, Mm -hmm. and I gave myself the performance I was missing. Exactly. Um. (laughs) No, I just really focused on how to work through those feelings, what some options are to work through them like in general, but also in the moment ways to maybe make those feelings a little bit less. So I found a bustle article (laughs) and it just gave the quickest like list of 20 with Uh very little explanation for each of like how to feel less embarrassed during role play. But I really liked a lot of them. One of them was like fooling around first. So before you even start engaging in the actual role play, get into the sexual acts a little bit because that'll loosen you up. Like I know for me, mm-hmm. I'm more likely to say something dirty once I'm in the middle of sex than I am at the beginning. Oh yeah. You need to warm me up. 
Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how ethical it is to suggest this, but just being a little drunk. <laughs> like, I remember I had car sex, a little drunk. A little buzzed. I was kind of drunk. <laughs> it was great. Like, I was so happy to be there. Mm -hmm. So happy still. It was like one of the best times, but I got fucking mouthy, man. Like, I it was fun. It's when your inhibitions are down. So whatever's going to get your inhibitions down to a safe, <laughs> consensual level. Um, another one was having an orgasm first, which I feel like also Ooh. brings down your inhibitions. Yeah. So that was a really fun suggestion. Um, what else? Sensory overload. <clears throat> which is not something we often suggest. Not something we often suggest. But if you listen to one of our YouTube episodes where I was talking about the best sex I've ever had, mm -hmm. sensory overload was really important for that. That's true. So their specific example was turning off the lights and putting on like relatively loud music. I like that. Uh -huh. And okay. so what Dr. Jess said about that, um, a sex educator, uh, was that the simultaneous combination of sensory deprivation and sensory overload will help you focus on what you're feeling in your body as opposed to your mind. Okay. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> so much sense. So much sense. Yeah. Um, and the last thing was trying whispering instead of speaking at your regular volume. No. I just like that one. <laughs> I won't. Because <laughs> when we get a little silly, I feel like we start to do accents. Yeah. And change our levels of voice and all uh -huh. that kind of stuff. So I wonder if that would be helpful for calming nerves. Maybe. I, I just can't. I can't picture myself whispering in having it work for me. You could try right now. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> By that exhale of my breath, I, I just mm -hmm. already know I can't. Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off but those are great yeah i really liked all of those and i feel like the main issue is that we're just all judging ourselves you know oh, what i totally. mean totally and i think we're all at least for me in my head i'm scared of icks mm -hmm. i'm scared of icking someone and getting icked by a person <laughs> being icked being icked on yeah um and i'm i think i'm just such a walking fear that I'm going I'm such a walking ick I'm such a walk I am scared that I am though mm. you know like you're scared that if you try too hard mm -hmm. that's gonna be a turnoff especially when you're in your most vulnerable of not being yourself we are put in the most difficult fucking position of you have to try because if you don't try then you're lazy and sloppy and whatever but if you try too yeah. hard then you're a pick me so like where the fuck are you supposed to land because they're gonna all judge you anyways right Totally. And we're our own fucking worst critic. We all know yeah. that. Yeah. I wonder, like, I mean, I guess this will be for a different, like, section later. Mm -hmm. But, like, what things, like, a partner of mine could do in role play that, like, wouldn't ick me out? Mm -hmm. I just, I, can't, I can think of a lot of roles for myself, maybe. Yeah. But not a lot of roles for a partner that would be, like, ick-proof. That's fair. And I feel like pick-me is such a good point. Mm -hmm. Of like the utmost embarrassing feeling. Yeah. Even though what you're doing, you could be like a massage therapist or whatever mm -hmm. in your role. But like mm -hmm. I can still feel it's feeling like a pick me for some reason. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And so 
Yeah. That's a whole thing. The other um, couple of things that I thought were really helpful was actually picking a scenario that turns you on because if you're turned on, that's going to help. Yeah. If you're not turned on, it's going to feel awkward and clunky. Remembering that the goal is not to win an Oscar. You are yeah. not a trained actor <laughs> uh-huh. and you don't have to be. That's not the goal of this. And I love thinking of things as games. That was really helpful for me mm-hmm. as well. Um, Those are great. Yeah. I love that. I also really like the orgasm first mm-hmm. because as much as we say orgasm doesn't have to be the goal of intimacy. It's often mine. It's <laughs> often mine and if that is already done Mm -hmm. and you've had so much fun so much pleasure to like get to that point hopefully Mm -hmm. then you just like you're looser you're like oh you can take a little bit longer Mm -hmm. you know maybe that helps a little bit I agree fun tip and I just wanted to bring back one more quote from our episode Mm -hmm. with Kate that I think is so important in terms of working through that embarrassing or nervous feeling so much sex advice is like, just try this, right? And we could have this whole conversation and only talk about like, here are ideas for role play. Here's right. how to do it. But if there are things holding you back, and I hate the word blocks because it's just so overused in like the coaching space and like everything's magically a block, even though some of it's <laughs> trauma and some of it's systems of oppression. And like, those are not blocks. Those are, you know, things, separate things. But most of us have something that's holding us back. That's how I like to frame it. And when you identify what that is, the question that you ask to introduce the thing that you want to introduce changes. And what I found is my clients also find a little bit more empathy and compassion for themselves because now it's not like, oh, well, I'm trying this thing. It's just like not working. They're like, oh, I'm trying this thing. And I'm noticing I'm still nervous about X, Y, and Z. I'm noticing this block is still here. And now what do I need to do to address that block? Do I need to start smaller? Do I need to start solo? Do I need to go bigger? Mm-hmm. The question changes, the approach changes. And so people would have so much more pleasurable sex if we focused on removing those blocks, the ones that are in our control. Because again, a lot of it isn't in our control. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot because we no matter like what we're talking about on this podcast, we're not talking about pushing through anything. Mm-hmm. We talk about deconstructing what makes us feel uncomfortable. Exactly. And that's just how we're wired. And I hope that's how a lot of, or I assume that's how a lot of the people listening are wired too. Mm-hmm. It's like we have tried and been told to push through things that make us uncomfortable. In every area of our life. Yeah. That's what makes you, you know, productive, a good right. student, a good employee is just pushing through whatever. Resilient. Like, no. Whatever. Especially when I'm naked. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Sex should <laughs> definitely always be a place that you do not yeah. just have to push through. Yeah. Pain, whatever. No. Take the don't time. Don't push through. Take down the blocks mm-hmm. and figure it out because that's when you're going to have the most fun. Exactly. And we are so, no matter how old you are, you are so young to not have amazing sex. Mm-hmm. And so like you work on that for the rest of your life, no matter where you're at. Until you're you gonna in have, the ground. Until you are six feet deep uh-huh. in a mushroom suit like Cass will be. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm um, married. You can have great sex for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. And so, yeah, I mean, there's no reason to push through. You have time and you should take it. Exactly. I love that quote. Let's move on to Uh the planning, the setup, the doing. The doing. So I feel like first and foremost for planning, you should be talking to your partner first. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to pull it out of my ass and just say that should be the first step. So like, go with me. Humor me on this. I'll ride this one with you. Ride it out with Mm -hmm. me. I'm going to say the first thing you should do is talk to your partner. Okay. <laughs> Don't spring it on them. Okay. Um, and what I found is that the first thing when talking with your partner is creating like this judgment-free zone and container. Mm-hmm. So tips I found for that is having it be like this space where like nothing goes out of this room. Like you can't talk to your friends mm-hmm. about it because I'm probably going to be embarrassed about some of the shit I'm going to say. Yeah. And so I'm going to brain dump on you all of these things in my head and like make it fun, make it like a mm-hmm. silly time, but like completely judgment free. And if things don't land, you move them away, but you can brain dump. And like, that's something that you and your partner partners can like commit to doing mm-hmm. so that you get it all out on the table and see what like you have in common. I love that. That's such an important disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I don't often think about not telling my friends or anything like that mm-hmm. because I tell you everything, everything. Yeah. and I tell all of you everything. Mm-hmm. But in a, such a vulnerable 
scenario, yeah. even for us, mm-hmm. there are going to be things that are just too sensitive. It's personal. Right now, a couple years from now, probably not. But Probably not. <laughs> but like, especially for people like us telling mm-hmm. our partners, okay, this is just between you and me. Mm-hmm. Let's dish. Like, I think that's so really important. important. Um, and then second after that, which isn't second, it's first, but mm-hmm. it makes sense, is getting consent with mm-hmm. everything that happens and remembering that consent can expire. So yeah. no matter what you consent to agree to trying, five seconds into that, you can say you're not having fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So remembering to have safe words, whatever you want that to be, remembering your fucking safe words. Yeah. <laughs> so don't make it something complicated complicated or Something that could be easily passed. Yeah. Like, like spank me. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably not a good one. Uh-huh. That's probably not great. Um, you could always use the safe words that Jasmine, Jet Setting Jasmine laid out, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, yellow colors. and red using colors. I feel like that's so easy and yeah. uh, memorable. Right. And, and how often are you like probably saying those words <laughs> red <laughs> in intimate, intimate yeah. moments that, you know, aren't relating Unless to Unless you're talking about Taylor top. Swift albums, <laughs> which is just the one. <laughs> Red. So really, <laughs> no excuse. Yeah. So unless you're cosplaying <laughs> T Swift in her eras, uh-huh. uh, you should try that. Um, and then the last, no, I don't want to say the last one. So do you have any other? I do. I have a couple of things, and they're from Ian Kerner. Okay, um, love it. Who's a guest we hope to have on the podcast someday? Mm-hmm. Um, they wrote. Uh, he wrote. She comes first. Uh-huh. Um. So they had a couple of tips for talking with your partner, um, particularly like explaining your why, all of that. So they recommended bringing up role play as a compliment, which I loved because I think there can be a fear of bringing it up to your partner and then your partner feeling like you don't want them, you want somebody else and you want them to pretend to be somebody else or it's like they're not enough. And obviously that is never the case. Rarely. I don't want to say never, but... um, Yeah, so uh, Ian's suggestion was, I had a really hot dream about you last night. You were a blank and I was a blank. So like you were a professor and Mm -hmm. I was a student. Um, And then going into your why, you find that particular dynamic sexy. And I think that's so fun. And that's Mm -hmm. such a good way to get to know your partner. So maybe... You explain that when you think of professors, you think of them being powerful or it feels forbidden or bad or something like that. And you like that feeling. Mm-hmm. So explaining the why is just so fun because yeah. you get to know yourself better, too. And then you can find other scenarios that align with that. Your partner can think of things. Maybe then they'll know what kind of porn you're interested in. Like all of that is just a really good gateway into your yeah. naughty thoughts. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. And I have a piggyback off of that, okay. which is I found segues. That's like, it's exactly what you're describing. Oh, I as. thought you meant like a scooter. <clears throat> I found a scooter. <laughs> Changing a topic, I bought a Segway. Ah, <laughs> sexy. No. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Segue, as in like mm-hmm. things to get into that conversation of role play that could okay. feel complimentary and organic. Exactly what you're talking about with Ian Kerner's comment of, mm-hmm. you know, bringing up like, oh, that uniform, that, mm-hmm. which is the first thing I saw. I was like, when you are driving around and you see a police officer mm-hmm. or a fireman, you're like, I actually really have a thing for uniforms and I would mm-hmm. love to see you in one type of a thing. I love that. Yeah. So like that's really fun. And the dream thing, be like, oh, even make up your fucking dream. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. It's, don't wait to have a sexy dream. Just mm-hmm. make it the fuck up. Yeah. And say like, I had a dream that you blah, 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 blah. Or like I had a daydream too. You know what yeah. I mean? Or like just a as thought, well. a fantasy, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes. Other things I was was thinking about is if you listen to audio erotica, Mm -hmm. 
talking about a scene that was played out in there. Also, to keep in theme with the holiday season, if you're out shopping for costumes, mm-hmm. being like, if it's not something you want to be that year, or it is, mm-hmm. but be like, oh, I would love to see you in this. Like, we should just get that one too. Yeah. Because that would be really fun. How fucking good would that feel to have a partner say that to you too? Ugh, yeah. Like, if you're out and about and you see you know, a fireman or something. Can you imagine saying to your like, I would love to see you in a uniform? Like that would yeah. feel so good Yeah, because that's so like, I think that's attractive, but I think you are what's attractive. Yes, Ugh. totally. That's so like wholesome. I know, it's hitting me. <laughs> right yeah. in the heart. So those are great. Those are great ways to like talk about it with your partner, mm-hmm. I feel like. And what a great way to flirt too. Yeah, flirting. Mm-hmm. Flirting, man. Yeah. That keeps it alive. It really I love does. flirting so much. Um, mm. so moving into like how to set it up. Yes. I guess. Funny thing is, <laughs> funny I, thing. I started looking up like best ways to set up role play mm-hmm. and I found this article and it bullet pointed all these like top, like these things to check off while mm-hmm. you're setting up like a role play scene. Okay. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is such a great like checklist. Yeah. And then I realized it was for how to set up a role play scene in a workplace when you're working through conflict. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, this is so thorough. This is so fucking thorough. But I was like, this still fucking applies. So I'm going to say it. This hits. (laughs) This fucking slaps. So here are the list of things that made a lot of sense to me. Okay. Before and after I found found out it was for a conflict resolution. Um, Identify the situation. So that's very true. Identify what you're about to do, which Mm -hmm. is role play. You know, Mm -hmm. what scene do you want to play out? Um, add in the details. So what do you want to include? I love that this could be <laughs> like an HR it. thing. Yeah. Like, that somebody in also, HR made this list and now you we have, are using it in a sexual in a way. sexual way. Ugh, sticking to the man. Yeah. But adding in the details, which is so true. Like what do you want that character to do with you mm-hmm. in the scene? What do you, what type of sex do you want to have? Do you even want to have sex? Do mm-hmm. you just want to like talk? Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, assign the roles, obviously, mm-hmm. act it out <laughs> and discuss how it went, which I think is really important yeah. because we love aftercare mm-hmm. and we love feeling good about mm-hmm. the performance we were just given mm-hmm. or gave. Um, so talk about how it went, even if mm-hmm. it lasted five minutes, talk about what yeah. you liked in that five minutes of how they were like portraying their role mm-hmm and reflecting i think yeah. that's really important so. and that can always be later mm-hmm. too totally like not you know like I mean? right after but <laughs> you come they're still in you <laughs> how was it <laughs> they have their sword <laughs> yeah. or like whatever was there <laughs> i like prop. where you're going <laughs> the, the dragon's <laughs> still behind me <laughs> it's like a puppet <laughs> maybe one day we'll show you this video that mm-hmm. Cass and i did where remember my hand puppet and I was talking to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. You ask really nicely. Yeah. Um, share this episode with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, use this in or out of the workplace for different mm-hmm. reasons. <laughs> Anywhere in your life that you just need to practice something. Yeah. But I feel like those were really great tips for how to set up like a scene. Those regardless are great tips. Of if it's sexual or conflict regardless resolution. Regardless of if your dick is out or not. <laughs> if your puss is out or not. Yeah. I don't if your care. tits are in my face. I don't care. But. Either way, yeah. Add in the details. <laughs> Add in the details. <laughs> Shake it up. You know. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I have for how to set it up. Alrighty. <laughs> I fucking love it. Thank I think you. it's beautiful. Do we want to start getting into specific scenarios? Um. Yeah. Yes. Do you have something else? I do, but I feel like it's for later. Okay. So let's get into specific scenarios. I'll drop this. I'll put what I was about to say after specific scenarios. Okay. I don't think that I like the typical scenarios that I've heard about. You know what I mean? I just don't know if I could. I'm not opposed to trying it. I wouldn't be able to take control on like a student professor, doctor, patient type of situation. Uh Somebody's going to need to come in with that and lead me. Yeah. It's not going to be my husband. I'll like, tell you that. It's not going to be him. <laughs> but like someone like Jasmine, you know, yes, that would be really exactly, fucking cool. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I tried to find situations that I thought I would be a lot more comfortable with. So you already mentioned one, which was like the masseuse and the client. Ugh, I fucking like love that. one. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Photographer and model. 
Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Like how fucking fun. I love it. I love that. See, those are two that I feel like I could take the lead in and would be comfortable doing it. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, the simple, if you're more dominant, be more submissive. Mm-hmm. Like take mm-hmm. on that role. So you're mm-hmm. not changing who you are. You're just changing like an aspect of your personality. Yeah. And that feels a little more approachable mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I love yeah. those scenarios. I read or I didn't read. I watched a YouTube of this person talking about how to get into roles. This was for D&D. <laughs> Again, I'm just appropriating you are just some <laughs> going in. I love it. Just I love it. it. Inside out. Yeah. Um, but her suggestion was to be something so completely different from yourself. Okay. Because then you've removed every part that could reflect who you really are mm-hmm. and taken all of like the judgment and the scariness out of ever coming back to like be a criticism on you yeah, because you have completely changed who you are. That's not you anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I feel like there's dramatic ways to do like the scenes. You Absolutely. Know? You could either make it like kind of a tease on like actual reality mm-hmm. of like photographer, photographified. Model. <laughs> Model. Model. <laughs> photographified. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, did you not know that word? <laughs> Kind Swine. of an idiot. Smarty <laughs> idiot. That's the rules we're playing. <laughs> FYI. FYI. <laughs> or you could completely fucking change what you're doing, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, a few that I found that I thought would be like, I don't know, just like kind of nostalgic okay. was recreating your first time. Ooh. So this one was like putting on like jams that might be from the time that you like lost Mm -hmm. your virginity Mm -hmm. and recreating it in a way that like feels good so kind of like the healing thing yeah like maybe the first time was painful or clunky or not with the person you wanted it to be with so if you're recreating it while like feeling like it's from a different time Mm -hmm. but you're doing like you're smooth and you like feel confident but it's like could feel like your first time with that partner or in general. That feels really sweet. I know. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I, I kind of like that, that one. Um, it would be fun. Like Mine would have a lot of like Drake playing. <laughs> I was recreating my first time. I'm sure mine would be silent. <laughs> you should add music next time. Probably. <laughs> and the next Blink one. Blink 182. <laughs> absolutely. An Avril. Yeah. Never go wrong. Uh, that would be cool. That would be cool. We should just have a party. We should. Like a Blink-182 Avril party. (laughs) Orgy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And the other one that I found was best friends to lovers. So maybe playing out like your favorite tropes. saying something to me? (laughs) No. No. We're smarty and idiot. God damn it. Um, But like being very tentative at first, flirting Mm -hmm. in like a subtle way, not wanting to make the first move because you're like scared that they don't feel the same way, but like getting closer, like Mm -hmm. best friends to lovers could be really fun. Yeah. So whatever trope, like even think about your book tropes that you Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, enemies to lovers. Like if you really want to fucking go for it. That's what Kate was saying too in the episode. Yeah. So I I thought those were really fun and they kind of like played a whole scene for you. Mm-hmm. From start to finish. Yeah, it's planned out for you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Just think of the dialogue. I like that. But I thought those were really fun. Yeah. I also go ahead. No, you go. I also found a few ways to incorporate the um stereotypical okay. role plays into your everyday life if you don't want to like professor student and like okay. have to get all dressed up, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So the first one is boss and employee. Okay. And how to incorporate that one. Um, doing it on a table or a desk in your house, but like getting your like laptop out of the way. Yeah. But like totally making like a little office space in your house. I love that. So just changing the location. Um, strangers, this one Mm -hmm. kind of, you have to leave your house, but you could go to like a restaurant or a Mm -hmm. bar or the mall or the movies. Like a date that you're already going to do. That you're already going to do, but you just like act like you don't know each other. Um, this one was outdoorsy. Think milkmaid. <laughs> that's where my Which, head goes. I don't know if that's a stereotypical one, but you know, I get it. And so if you're what wanting, are you milking? well, that, that I'm not talking about that. Oh, it, this one is if you want to play that type of outdoorsy mm. role, just like have sex with the windows open or do oh. it 
towards a window. He nearly... Towards. (laughs) (laughs) Thrusting (laughs) at the window. (laughs) Or say you have one of those uh, bay windows. Mm. Do it in a bay window. Do it in a bay. Um, Yoga instructor and yogi. Ooh. Use your home gym. Set up a yoga mat. Do it in the living room. Do it on like mm-hmm. stretching equipment. Like, you know, those foam roll out things. Do it in downward dog. Do it in your downward doggy. And then this one was the plumber and the client. Uh, but that could be fun because they could be like, you could do it in the kitchen or do it in the bathroom. Yeah. So those do are it on the toilet. Do it on the toy toy. <laughs> the turdlet. <laughs> the turdlet. Ew. <laughs> but like, let's say he's fixing your pipes in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. You just lay your pipe down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I get it. So just, just pipe. You're just, everyone's laying pipe, man. <laughs> We're all just cleaning them out and laying mm-hmm. them down. And here we And here, here we, are. we fucking are. So that's just like a few very approachable ways mm-hmm. to tackle the like stereotypical maybe not the outdoorsy one, but you know what I mean. <laughs> maybe we're not all milkmaids, but uh <laughs> it I also don't said know. A, said to lay down hay for that one. Ew. I'm sorry. I'm not shaming anybody that wants to do that. For me, itchy. Yeah, that would be super itchy. I have hay fever. <laughs> I feel like I'd get a rash. Yeah. Don't I'm, lay down I hay. don't need any more I'm going to say that right now. I'm yeah. not going to judge you if you do, but don't lay down hay. Yeah. Just lay down a blanket and pretend. Yeah. Lay down like fake hay. I don't know. Lay down fake hay. Like confetti. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they fill packages with. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, like sure. Have you ever got a Etsy package? <laughs> You know, someone who's personally packaged it for you with a nice card. Use the, that. The little stringies. Great. You're or, welcome. Uh, shred paper. Smart. I have a paper shredder. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, you all also had some suggestions. So here's a few of those. Similar to what you said, one night stands. Oh, fun. Strangers in a bar pretending like it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, consensual non-consent. This one was really fun. Creating characters for each other mm. in a shared note and going into like extreme detail so they know who they are. Oh, I yeah. like that. Thought that that was really good. Um, yeah, those were them. I love it. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of the Office episode where they all played that one Savannah game. And like you have a card with a character and you know like who your character is and what they've done. Oh. That be that could be kind of fun. You could like yeah. pull from a game like that and just play That's out those true. characters. Like Clue. Yeah. Naked he was clue. laying pipe in the <laughs> in the drawing room. Is there even one of those? I don't know. The conservatory. The conservatory with the knife. <laughs> he was laying pipe with the knife. <laughs> I don't know. Lots of really good suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to at some point dive deeper into specific ones mm-hmm. with like an expert, but I don't think <laughs> I can't give you any advice other than what I have right now. I did dive into one of them a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, do tell. So I decided I wanted to try role play. Okay. Honestly, if you would have asked me a couple of days ago, I would have been like, nope. Nope. But then I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I learned about the, the masseuse client one. And I was like, I can do that. Nice. Were you so the client? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was the masseuse. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I would not have pegged you for that. I wanted to take control. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank I you. Definitely would have thought you would have passed that one off to your. I know. Um, next time. Uh, okay. So I really like that. So yeah, finally got my ass up and worked. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, Talked to my partner about it the day before, just Good. to like give him an idea. I'm like, tomorrow you're going to have a massage appointment. It's going to be sexy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm the masseuse. I'm the masseuse. It was really funny because then he woke up the next morning and he was like, oh, I have like a backache. And I Ooh. did not know what he was saying. I'm like, okay, we literally just got a mattress topper. So, <laughs> so fuck off. I don't know. Yeah. And then I eventually got it. And I was like, oh, yeah, your appointment's later. <laughs> <laughs> your appointment's later. It's not right now. Dipshit. But I tried to go kind of all out. Mm-hmm. I set up the room. So I like put like a linen-y colored sheet over our bed so it looked more like a massage table. I put out lotion and like a dry brush for the aesthetic, a condom, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> some oil. It's like a, a total Chad move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you came over to your yeah. front house <laughs> for a romantic night. There's just a condom on the nightstand. Dry brush, <laughs> oil, lube, condom. condom. Music. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I laid a nice towel and um, a blindfold. 
and I got in silk PJs Ooh. and slippers, and I put my hair in braids because that felt masseuse Actually, they're twists because they're easier. Um, and then I put on my fancy hatch uh, fucking alarm clock. It's a uh-huh. sunrise alarm clock, but you can just make it be like a color. So okay. it was like peachy. Uh-huh. Um, and then I put on spa music. And then I went to get my partner and he was taking a shit. So I had to wait. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Love it. That was annoying. So then I just waited. And then he eventually came out. Yeah. Um, Was done. Was done. (laughs) And I took him into the room. And um, yeah, I had him stripped down. Then I I left the room. I said, strip down to your comfort level. As put the do. towel over your bits and put on the blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> so I waited like 15 seconds outside the door and then I went in and yeah, I did not stay in character well oh, at really? all. I was super silly and playful, but we were both laughing so hard and I was like taking on different personalities at different points and I was being super weird and like there were points when I just like would hover my hands over him, but then he'd get all like shivery <laughs> uh-huh. and freak out and it was so funny and fun and it was just so playful which goes back to our first episode on role play where it's like it really is just play and it's about bringing play and fun into the bedroom it doesn't have to be this serious oscar worthy performance right because mine fucking wasn't (laughs) but then we had amazing sex after like during eventually Uh and it was great and it's not like we kept up the massage thing like once we were right engaging in things I don't it think was just many like, people do no it was just like a silly fun way yeah. to start but like having the whole environment be kind of spa like it was fun in the way that we were role-playing but not the whole t- I don't know how to explain no, it really I know what you mean that's yeah it was like the setting was partially yeah. the role play and yeah. then I just kind of did it and it was so much fun. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. I loved it. Did you give him a handy with the oil? <laughs> nice. I did. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there was one point when I spilled the oil everywhere. That sucked. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But I cleaned it all up. That's but funny. I like freaked out. I was like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and he like had to get up and it ruined the moment a little bit. But then we just got back into it. So there's yeah. a lesson in things will happen. Just get back into it. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for being the masseuse. Thank you. That's really fun. It was I'm super glad that fun. You acted it out. That's like, it's weird to say. That's one of my favorite ones that I have yet to yeah. try. So I'm glad that you have. It that's was really great. Fun. It was just so fun being silly and like getting yeah. to incorporate that aspect of my personality. Yeah. It didn't feel as serious as I thought it would. And I yeah. thought I'd be worried, but we were just like doubled over laughing most of Aww. the time. And when you're happy and having fun, it's a lot easier to get turned on yeah. and then have amazing sex. And feel like you can, I don't know, yeah, let yourself loose. Exactly. Oh, yeah. good. I'm so, so fun. glad. That's really fun. I loved it. Good for you. Thank you. Snaps, Snaps for you guys. <laughs> I, he didn't do anything. I know. You're <laughs> totally right. Um, So how you dressed up. For massage mm-hmm. and massaging Jurgen, mm-hmm. there's other ways that you can like capitalize on Halloween, capitalize on a couple's mm-hmm. costume, and then make it role play. Use what you got. Use what you fucking mm-hmm. got. So some examples of Gru and a minion. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. I'm loving it, and I yeah. didn't even write that one down. Ugh. But um, my favorite ones that I saw mm-hmm. were vampire and victim. Ooh. Easy, easy Halloween. A little Twilight fantasy there. Like, let's be honest. Werewolf and victim. Mm-hmm. Werewolf, vampire, mm-hmm. and victim. Whatever you want Whatever to do. Whatever you want. Warden and prisoner. Ooh. <laughs> you could do those. The ooh you did it with. <laughs> Rockstar and groupie. Oh, I love that. Could that could be fun. Coach and athlete. Okay. Very easy costume mm-hmm. that you could take into the bedroom. Uh, boss and employee cheerleader football player um nurse patient okay yeah so those are just other ones that i'm thinking like couples costumes yeah how you can like there's use a that. chance that you're already gonna be that so yeah like yeah just like into the bedroom right into the fucking bedroom mm-hmm. but yeah but we did have some concerns about uh nurse patient yeah we did one of you said that you just don't understand the whole like nurse fantasy and i think you said you are a nurse mm. um I don't really have an explanation. It's not really a fantasy of mine. It's not a fantasy of mine, but I just don't think it's much different necessarily than like masseuse and client. Mm -hmm. It's someone who comes in to like take care of you and they're not supposed to touch you inappropriately and then they do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's mainly totally it. true. That's probably like the words we had before like masseuse and client. Mm-hmm. So it's like nothing to do with actually being a nurse. No, I don't think it's so. It's just that role. And besides the interacts. fact, I mean, they completely sexualized the nurse outfit. That's true. And that's easy to do. Cause like when you think of a masseuse, you know, like what do they, what do you make into a costume? Silk PJs. Silk PJs. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> if I had but linen, like, I would have done that. <laughs> I think that was just a very easy, like, gimme mm-hmm. for sexualizing a routine outfit. Right. And then taking into consideration, like, oh, you're not supposed to touch me, but you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a great explanation. Thank you. Snaps for M. Thank you. Another tip that one of you gave was using specific play names during the scene And then having your real names be your safe words. So when you say your real name, that takes you out of the scene and you're like, okay, this is real. I'm talking to you now, not the character. I like that. Yeah. That's very clear. Mm -hmm. If they can do it in movies and remember to use their character names, we can do it in real life. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And then the other one um, somebody said was that role playing has been useful for them for rewriting traumatic memories, which was Mm. kind of what we were getting into earlier. Yeah. Being helpful for Mm -hmm. healing. Yeah. I love that. Everyone had really great suggestions. Mm -hmm. And I think this was really fun as like a teaser into Halloween. Mm -hmm. I just get you thinking about what you could do with like whoever you're dressing up with or I don't know. It could be fun. Get a little funny. Get a a little little funny. Which leads us into... Yes, we want to finish up with a little bit... Finish off with um, a bit from one of our favorite sex educators, Lala. So let's get into that. My top three rules for role-playing are don't overthink, have fun with it, and always ask for consent. Really embody the sexy play scene and go all alter ego on your partner's ass. Like, channel your inner Beyonce Sasha Fierce. And use role-playing as a way not only to spice up your sex life, but as a way to build that bedroom confidence and prioritize your pleasure during sex. So, enjoy dressing up. Mm-hmm. Enjoy role-play. Use this episode, Kate Scalise's episode, mm-hmm. maybe even Sir Ezra's episode on dominance and submission. Yeah. For how to like tap into some of these like dom sub role play, mm-hmm. moving past, you know, these little like uncomfortable, awkward barriers mm-hmm. of like stepping into a role. And Dr. Joe's on fantasies. Mm-hmm. I feel and like Dr. that's on so good. It's so much fun. Or it could be. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't done it. <laughs> you had fun though. More to come. I did. I had so much fun. If yeah. I can do it, you can do it. I fucking swear. Just do it. I am, I have been so nervous about it and so embarrassed and it was so much fun. Yeah. Just. There's no rules. Yeah. Make it how you want it to be. Take like, off the pressure. Yeah. Role play doesn't have to be having had create like a porn scene. Those are professionals. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. professionals. Nope. It did not look like a porn scene. Nobody can, would have enjoyed yeah. watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have gotten off Mm-mm. to this. It wouldn't have been fun for anybody but us. So. I love it. That's how it should be. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, enjoy your Halloween. Yeah. We love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.